Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Shop the Chemist Warehouse Big Price Freeze Sale and find 20% off the Hot Hands range. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. That's right. One year today, we've been on the airways, bringing you sport and a bit of racing on the side, and it's been a fun old year. Big year. So our day one listeners, thank you to everyone that's joined the party along on the journey. Thank you. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do today. So appreciate you being on our airways and listening to us every single day. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. We'll reflect throughout the morning, no doubt. There's a few memories. We'll take a wee trip down memory lane at about 8.40 this morning. It has been a big year. I can't believe it's been a year already. It's the longest I've stayed in a job, let's be honest. But uh, it's been a fun, fun old year. And <laughs> Louis's been there from day dot. Joe in the back room and Kez and Kempe. Wow, he's pretty much been there from day dot too. We pretty much got Kempi on the show a couple of times at the start of the journey. So it's been a hell of a hell of a year already. So appreciate it, appreciate it. We've got a big show today. But before then, I'm going to say to Kempi, he's right across from me. I'm in the studio. So it's great to be in the studio on, on our birthday celebration day. And no doubt Joe will be going to get us a nice wee coffee shortly and just a wee present. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, mate, on me. Actually on me today, yeah. Nice. Tell us about the haircut, mate. Yeah, it's a disaster, isn't it? <laughs> I, I tell every single person in the office yesterday about how bad it was. Oh, you poor, poor. I like thing. it. 
Birthday haircuts. <laughs> Seriously, Joe, that is one of the worst haircuts I've ever seen in my life. Louis actually, he saw me on Monday. He said, "Bro, just shave it all off. Just, just shave it. It's just probably go got to that. I reckon. Do you think so? Uh, yeah. I'm flying down to Wellington this weekend to see a girl I like. So I, I don't know. It's a real tough, isn't it? You need serious repair work. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I know I'm, I get, I'm I'll get laughed at. I'm trying to figure out what's the name. Like, you know, how, what did I say? High Box. What was my one it's name? A picky, it? It's a Picky Blinders, his one. Box. Skucky Box. box front, <laughs> front cut. <laughs> it's, it's a Geordie Barrett special. Mm. Unfortunately, he shaved his head, though, so I look like an idiot now. But my mum my was like, oh, you know, Geordie Barrett's got it. It's real cool, you know? Oh, but you love your mum. I love my mum. She really tried to, because I didn't want to go to a party on Saturday, because I was like, I can't go. Like, everyone's going to laugh at me. You're She's so like, fragile. They won't. They won't. But <laughs> They did. Everyone laughed at me. Um, <laughs> a, a few people like it, but my the, I went to a different barber. He didn't know how to cut hair, and I was <laughs> I was gonna leave, but he he I felt sorry for him, so I gave him a go, and he was terrible. I had to coach him through it. Did you pay for it? I did. Yeah. Oh my lord! <laughs> you don't pay for that. <laughs> he, he, he said he gave me a discount though. Oh okay. So you pay for that, but you only pay for our coffees. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we we get it. Hey. One, one little tip, go into somewhere and get like a design. You know how they do like little lines on the side of your head? Yeah. Or, or just try and cover it up with get, it. Get um, HB, SENZ <laughs> shaved into your head and then just say that you're like a mascot for your work. That's actually what you do at SENZ, you're the mascot. That, oh. that, that, that might work. Yeah, hot, nice. I, uh, I, saw, a, I saw a shot of Cam Smith from... Um, he won the Open yesterday, obviously, and big news. That by, the, by the sounds of it, all the Aussie boys are off to LIV Golf. Um, Mark Leishman, Adam Scott, Cam Smith. It sounds like there's rumblings that that could be happening. So interesting. But I saw a shot anyway of him when he was playing, I think, in the President's Cup, and he had his mullet and he side he shaved his sides like Joe, and he got Oz like shaved into the side of his head. He's just a bogan. He is. <laughs> I saw that video too, and he was sitting by the pool. I saw something with something shaved in the side of his head. But mate, that was awkward presser. Yeah, was. Um, I was sitting there going, man. He wasn't. He wasn't prepared to talk about it, and um, that's not why we don't have Sam Pinford on the show today. No. He's literally travelling back to Florida. He's going to come on. He said he's keen to come on tomorrow, so we will get him. Um, but yeah, yeah, the the golf world at the moment. And do you know what? And I'm, I probably am a little bit biased now that this has happened, but I think every and we've we said this from the start, eh, boys? Like death by a thousand cuts. Every good golfer that makes the switch from PGA Tour to LIV, all of a sudden. It's becoming, it gets easier and easier and more acceptable and more acceptable because now the reality is the quality of golf isn't going to be too far behind the PGA Tour. But it's, it's the PGA, this is getting crazy, but like it is, like you said, it's becoming the norm, Kempi. It's becoming the norm and we're going to have to accept it. But if you're the PGA, how do you go about it? Like Rory McIlroy's made us us staunch. He's, he's standing yep. his ground. He's going to be with the PGA. JT. JT standing his ground. Tiger Woods, like the three of the biggest names in golf. But when you get a Cam Smith, who's just won our latest major, he's making the shift. And you got Leishman, you Adam Scotts, you know, guys that have won on the PGA many, many times. They make mate. Is PGA like other? How are we going to get through this? What's going to What's going to eventuate from this? You think, Kempi? Well, I just think it's another, you know, um, opportunity for golfers if they if they look at it. It's really around what they want to be. I guess known to be playing at, known to known to be, you know, what 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 do they want it to be known for? To be, you know, the PGA. Do they want to be LIV? It's sort of like Super League and NRL back in the. I, I just take it back to the Super League 
um, ARL fight, you know, like you had so many players that said, oh no, we're, we're going to stick with the ARL, and then you had the Murdoch crew go, no, we're going to go to Super League. Um, a pl- for a player, it's a really hard position to be in because mm. overnight, what that what that did for players was it changed their life. Mm. Like they wrote a check out and they went, man, I was going to earn that in six years, you know. So, I think what what money does to people is it makes them sort of it doesn't matter where, where you're sitting if you if you're going as a I guess a golfer you wake up in the morning and someone's throwing 150 million dollars on the table and say just come and sign for us they've got to consider it because mm. because it, it's life changing. Is it taking the competitive edge out of golf? Like you know, like like Foxy's come on. He said, "Look, I don't think it's great for the game because you're just buying money's bigger than golf, and money's hugely important. Don't get me wrong, but when you go into a tournament, you think of Pat Perez who went to a tournament, he shot eighty something, he came last, and he still went away with a million dollars because his team won. You know, is that is that is is it taking away the yeah, I hear what you're fundamentals saying. of golf and the competitive nature of it? And that's why I mean it gets easier every time another mm. big name does it because then they can start to justify it. Actually, as soon as the big names and you're actually competitive on this tour and you're getting paid 10, 20 times more, and Cam Smith, I think the rumoured number was 90 mil up front, you know. Well, you like, doubled now, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> yeah. So but, you're fighting against history. That's what, that's what you, as a player, you're fighting against history because. You don't play in the big finals, mm. you know what I mean? You don't play in the, the historical games of golf that you just won't be a part of, unless LIV get well, invited so, back into it. Mm. I'll tell you what, if that happens, that's where I can it's be. all on. And that's where it's going, because yeah. now the PGA Tour drew a line in the sand very early on, yeah. and they said, like, hey, this is unacceptable, the RNA, they didn't invite Greg Norman, it's a distraction. But every time another one of these players comes across they have to start to think about their stance changing and where we'll get to a point at some stage in history where the tours will work together. It's you just, reckon? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Because nothing stays the same forever. Mm. Like, like who would have thought the Super League would have come around and become a thing? You know, like, things evolve. Man, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy days. Like, people putting you in their car and like, driving you around Brisbane going, you know, we want you to sign for the ARL, and you're sitting there going, and they're throwing numbers at you, you're going, man... I'm not even thinking about those type of numbers, mm-hmm. you know. And then you're hearing stories of like what Ridgie signed for, what you know Laurie Daly signed for, and stuff like that. And you're going, God, oh, am I going to get that much? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what that's what happens. And then we start thinking, well, what does competition look like? Because it actually split the comp. Mm. So you had you know X amount of teams going to the ARL, X amount of Super League teams. You had two grand finals, you know. You had two um, international teams. It was just. It was way out there. Mm-hmm. So LIV going through it. I think the difference with them, if if they do get PGA status where they play, their players can play in the same tournaments, man, I think it's a no-brainer. I think you're going to see a, an influx of players signed from. So at the moment, with the PGA, um, you have to, you know, you have to win your PGA card. You got to go through qualifying. Mm-hmm. You got to go PGA the Q, Q school. To a, you have to go to Q school. So there's a, it's a bit of a process. Not everyone can get there, and that's the difference. You know, it's not. All the golfers can go play that. At the moment, LOV, you just have to be decent at golf and you're going to get paid and you're going to make this tour. So going forward, is it always going to be that easy? Is it going to is it going to be a qualifying kind of series to get into the LOV? And the question I reckon I, I need to ask is, is LOV going to dwarf PGA? Are we going to lose PGA? Because at the moment, it's heading in that direction where all the players are going to go from the PGA 
and go play in the LOV. So what's going to happen to the PGA? Well, the, the, if it gets, if the PGA think that they're in a threat of getting to that point, the PGA commissioner needs to make the brave call to let the LOV players come back and play in their tournaments. Otherwise, they're going to lose. Otherwise, they're going to lose their tournaments, the prestige of the tournaments because they haven't got the talent. They haven't got the talent, and if that's yeah. so, so, that's where that line and so the momentum started all the way over here, and it's just shifting and shifting mm. and shifting with every death by a thousand. We'll top 100 players. Well, it's a numbers game by LOV because as soon as they get the, the numbers and the momentum swing, because that's what you're talking about is momentum swing, mm. going, well, we've got enough players now that are going to affect the, our own tournaments of PGA, then then it's a done deal. And, and to give you an example of that, Paul Harrigan driving to Newcastle in a minivan and threw all the players in a van to get the numbers and drive them down to Sydney so that they could all sign the ARL contracts. You know what I mean, and it's purely at the moment a numbers game. Mm. So as soon as they get the numbers, yeah. you know, talking about you. Remember when we first started this conversation it was oh we're talking about one or two players. Now we're talking about a raft of players, and that's where the momentum shift yeah. will change. As I was soon laughing. As they get them in. I was laughing at the start. I just didn't think we'd get to the situation. Then I heard Cam after the after the open win, and he just sounded like he's already signed. So it was crazy. It well, was crazy. The other one that we should point out overnight is um, Henrik Stenson's going to be stripped of Ryder Cup captaincy. I know. So the Ryder Cup is the other part of this. The Ryder Cup of the Presidents Cup. Think about how much that means to these golfers. Well, he's saying that he's making a stand and saying, I'm going to go and play on the LOV golf tour and you're stripping my Ryder Cup captaincy. I don't agree with it, but that's the sacrifice I'm making. So the momentum, the pendulum has swung in this. and uh, It's not over. Here's the question. It ain't over by a long way. If you got offered $90 million See you later. Play that, what are you doing, boys? <laughs> See you later. I'm gone, mate. 100%. <laughs> Well, well, it depends how, how how well I've gone on the PGA. If I was horrible when I was I was, I was not very good, like Pat Perez, I'll probably go. Does that mean Pinners gets nine million? Well, <laughs> the... <laughs> why, why do we ask Pinners that when we get him on? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, look, yeah, it's a genuine question. Look, he's a caddies will be getting paid. Surely. The caddies get paid, but does does Sam want to? But does Sam? You know, for p- pinners, does ha- does it mean more for him to stay on the PGA tour and try and a caddy in tournaments? I mean, these are that's a whole other dynamic. I hadn't even thought about, to be honest, and we'll get through it. Well, that's the that's the point. It changes lives. It changes lives. It changes Pinner's life. I guarantee you, Cam um, Smith, he won't be just saying, "Well, I'm going to sign ninety million and leave Pinner's out there in the cold." And no, Pinner's will be going. Sign it. <laughs> Shall we? He's like, he's like, I want to go like, back to the beach again. He's like, how many horses is that? He goes, uh, I could get this many more horses anyway. All right, let's keep kicking them. Happy birthday, brothers, says Ed on double eight, double three. Money makes a difference, but don't make you different. That's from Cameron. Happy birthday, brothers, he says. Cheers, Cam. Uh, wow, a whole year. I remember that day. I was nervous and excited to have the proper radio back in my kitchen or pocket. Congratulations. You will make 5 a.m. To night time and the odd night with cricket, a happy place, Kimberly. Thank oh, you, thanks, Kim. Kimberly. Uh, awesome, and you know the cricket's actually going on right now. The Black Caps are in action. 173 for eight. They posted against Ireland in their first T20. Ireland with three and a half overs to go. They need 43 runs in 22 balls with two wickets in hand. So uh, they've had a little fight back there. The Irish actually doing a bit better than they were. Um, a good 29, very quick 29 by Curtis Campner. So we'll keep an eye on that and see where it goes. But boys, uh, I think we should probably address the elephant in the room. Can't wait question of the day. 
And that's it. We've still got about 100 texts left over from yesterday oh. on the situation of... The, the elephant isn't that it's our birthday. It is our birthday, by the way. Um, or is it the fact that they've edited party hat emojis onto your photos on the wall? I'm just questioning the blue balloons, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did we, uh, did we not watch Super Rugby? No, no, no. It's all good. We're past that, Louis. We are. Um, right, 18 minutes past six. Well, Super Rugby, it's actually a good segue because who knows what Razor will be doing next year. Well, my can't wait question of the day for you guys today was actually something quite specific about the rugby. In general, we're another day on. I don't know how everybody's feeling about it. I think um, an interesting point to note is that the All Blacks have to name their rugby championship squad pretty soon. And it, it might be this week. I don't know exactly, but um, so they kind of have to have a coach to do that and we'll need clarity. So expect to hear from New Zealand rugby soon whether I mean it would have to be this week and hopefully in the coming days and maybe today I don't know I've got no idea I asked New Zealand rugby for comment I asked New Zealand rugby for Mark Robinson to come on the show I just said we're down the hall just come over when you'd like and what I got back was there's no further media planned for Mark at this stage so uh, we kind of don't really know when but my hypothetical question for you guys today after everything we spoke about yesterday was this if you were Scott Robertson, and that's where a lot of people landed, they think that we need to pull the trigger and go for a clean cut now. If you were Scott Robertson, would you take the job on the condition Ian Foster had to stay on as your assistant coach in the group? Your answer now? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think they can co-coach. No. No. If you get the job, you should, it should, be, you should be given the keys. And, um, yeah, look, I... I if I if I'm if I'm trying to think like Razor, I don't think he'd he'd want to do it that way. Even as a clear superior, can <laughs> no, you? No, no, he wouldn't. My my advice would be no. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because one of the things that, especially if you're you're backing yourself as a coach and to get the job done, you want to be doing it your way. Um, and I, I I didn't know whether this question was coming up, but I had a good think about that exact question yesterday. So here's Razor sitting there, and he's been offered the job, but he's got to take he's got to take some some cookies with it mm. that he doesn't like eating. You know what I mean? And he and he's got to say yes to the job. It's like, nah, man. Like you ask you actually asking me to co- to coach your team. Mm. I want to coach my team because it's it's like that when you get the job, you're the head coach. But with Fozzie being there, you're probably starting to question how much coaching you're able to do because he's had the reins. You've obviously got the head coach role. Who are the it, players looking at? Yeah, does who? Yeah, because it's like a, it's like a mix mixed messaging, and and that's what they're probably getting at the moment. It feels like they're getting mixed messages. So there's that uncertainty in the environment, and I just yeah, I just can't see it happening. I think that's the biggest question they're trying to answer today. Mm. Yeah, is how do we handle? I agree. This change because there's change coming. Everyone can feel it, but the the question is how do you make that change with the least for least amount of fallout. And and do you know what the answer might be? And it, I think if I had to set the odds right now, it's going to be unpopular. I think Ian Foster's going to stay on. Mm, I'm sensing that too. I'm sensing that yeah. just just by the people that are close to New Zealand rugby, just the the time frames that they're working in. I I really don't see and hypothetically that's what I was trying to work out. Like how do they get Scott Robertson in there without making this an absolute bloodbath? And 
and that was a hypothetical question. Could they work together even if um, Scott Robertson was the head coach? What do you think? 0800-150-811. Come through on the Kennard Tire phone line or double eight double three. Happy birthday, SCNZ. Big fan of the show, says Richie and Station Legend. Richie, give us a call and let us know what you think. We'll continue this discussion after this here with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.